0: Life happens with, with, with Pinelo Mutine. Pinelo Mutine on SAFM. On SFM.
1: Seven minutes after two o'clock. Thank you so much for staying with us. Um. Earlier on in the year, we spoke to property entrepreneur Titi Mba after he tested positive for COVID-19 and he shared his isolation and his recovery journey with us. Uh, I don't know if you remember, you may not have been listening at the time, but he he seems fine now. Um, and we just wanted to touch base uh, with people we, we had been speaking to during hard lockdown who had been infected with COVID-19 and see, and see how they're doing. So Titi joins me now on the line. Tato, welcome to the show.
0: Hi, Pimelo, thank you for having me again.
1: It is fantastic to have you. How are you feeling?
0: I am blessed to still be alive and I'm 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 glad that I can I can still come on to to tell the tale. <laughs> mm.
1: What has your deal taught you, particularly that we are now seeing a surge again and we we obviously are here because they, you know, we all of us we're just not behaving accordingly. What what is it that goes through your mind when you see the kind of behavior that we see on social media?
0: It it, it saddens me to uh, uh, to see what's happening right now. It saddens me to 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 realize that people I'm um, not. I'm not taking this thing as seriously as they should. It, it saddens me that we've lost so many lives. It saddens me more that we've got people like myself who have survived this thing, and people still think it's a joke. Um, it saddens me that I've even documented my experience in the hope that some people will will take a leaf from 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 it, learn from the experience that I I went through. I mean, I wrote an, an extensive pocketbook about uh, the daily experiences that. I went through and um, fortunately it saved some people because a lot of people send me DMs telling me that the book is helping them. They're able to navigate through their journey of recovery um, as well. But it's just sad that we have to go back to level five because certain people are just selfish.
1: And and so, you know, um, having come out on the other side, wh- what do you do differently now?
0: So, well, I'm, I'm more paranoid than I was uh, before I got I got tested positive, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very aware of my surroundings. I choose where I go. I'm very particular about uh, the the environments that I subject myself to. Um, um, I, 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 I go out because I need to, uh, you know, to go get essential. Um, even meetings, I decline a lot of the meetings, and I and I tell my guys, look, can we do a Zoom or do a WhatsApp call or whatever is needed, as long as there's no need for us to to actually interact. You know, I I'm very paranoid, and I think it's because of what I went through. I don't want anyone to ever experience what i went through and i don't want to go through what i went through myself so i'm extremely paranoid
1: and when when you do do that do you get a lot of ah please you know um especially because you you had it do people say ah but you must be immune do you also feel a bit like you're invincible or as you said you are a bit more paranoid
0: no, look, I get a lot of that. People are like, oh, Ahmed, get over yourself. You've been through this. Uh, the worst is over. And I keep telling them that there are friends of mine that were positive on the same time that I was positive, and some of them are getting the second wave uh, as we speak, and they and asking me what to do. And I'm saying to them, guys, you know, I'd rather be paranoid and safe than be reckless and not be around.
1: And And how's the rest of your family doing?
0: Everyone is good. Uh, the entire family is obviously just as paranoid as I am. My kids, obviously, they, they are aware of what's happening. They they, they read uh, what's happening around. You know, they see what's happening around. So, um, you know, there's also this, this terrible myth that if I am chilling with my relatives, I'm safe. And I keep telling people that it doesn't work like that. Just because they're related to someone doesn't mean they can't contract it with whoever they've been in contact with. And so a lot of people have got this thing that you know let's have a small gathering we'll invite a cousin here, a grandmother there and I'm like that's the biggest risk people you don't get it you know you just don't get it just because uh, the person is rated to it doesn't mean they can't, they can't infect you with this with this hmm. uh, a virus
1: What are your reflections because I suppose you know g- g- going through what you went through, which was quite quite uh, life Changing, I think, uh, yeah, especially yeah. because you know you even documented it on the book. What were those life lessons that you took from from your time uh, in isolation, being sick?
0: So, so one of one of the quotes I actually created in my book was that I I, I would rather rest uh, in isolation than have to rest in peace. And mm-hmm. I think people just don't get. The importance of 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 resting and and the importance of actually taking time out um, when you are isolating. Um, one thing that uh, this 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 pandemic has has taught me is the is the importance of family. You know, in the importance of what really matters in life. You know, um, we're on lockdown for more than five months, and the 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 clothes you have, the material you have, actually didn't matter. Mm. The cars you have were all parked in the garage. What mattered the most was the people that were in your life, the people that you were isolating with, the environment that you, you, you were isolated in. It, it also brought something that is obviously up my head in terms of my career, the importance of having a comfortable home. It, 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 it actually brought it home, excuse the pun. Mm-hmm. Um, how important it is to actually secure yourself a comfortable home. And a comfortable home doesn't mean an expensive home. It doesn't mean a luxury home. It just means creating comfort around the space where you live, where you sleep. Because that's, that's all you have when all is said and done, eh?
1: Titi, do you, do you still have questions uh, around the virus?
0: Do I still have questions? Yes. Uh, meaning?
1: Do you, do you still, you know, are you still unsure about certain things about the virus? Are they things that you, you, you're not clear about even now that we have a new variant?
0: Look, that's one thing that I'm not sure about. This new variant, mm. apparently it's more brutal than the, the first wave, um, which means we need to be more careful and I think, you know, I've been looking at tweets and people commenting about how the president has made a mistake with his decision. And I just think a lot of people are ignorant because they haven't directly been affected. They haven't lost loved ones that are close enough. And I think once it hits home and it's close enough, you will, you will change your attitude around this, the virus. It kills. It kills. People are dying around us. People are hospitalized around us. It just because you don't have anyone close enough doesn't mean it's not going to come close to you.
1: So, how will you be celebrating tomorrow?
0: So tomorrow, I will be home uh, with my family. Um, I will use the time to reflect on the year that was twenty twenty, um, and what I've also um, what I want to do and pledge as my New Year's resolution. I mean, we all have resolutions, but my one, my number one resolution is: as soon as my distributors open next year, I'd like to donate. Um, my books um, to a few COVID-19 wards around different hospitals in Gauteng. Because I think with my book, if someone is isolating and they get to read it, it might just change and help their mental state, which is the biggest cause and the biggest symptom for me. I mean, I said this when you interviewed me the last time. Mm. So I pledge to, to donate a few of my books to COVID-19 uh, wards around um, some Gauteng hospitals.
1: And and what do you think is going to get those who are, at the moment, infected already? That mental thing that you're talking about, what kind of message would you like to give them?
0: So the message I'd like to give them is that, you know, um, there is light at the end of the tunnel. I think the greatest killer uh, when, you are, when you are positive is your mental state, is the news that you're consuming. It's all these things. And I just think if people got to understand it better and treated themselves better and isolated better, they'll get out of this thing, you know. Um, because obviously the first reaction is fear. And with fear comes a lot of uncertainty, and with that comes a lot of desperation. And you can avoid all those things just by remaining positive, stay away from negative news, and just focusing on getting better. That's the best advice I can give anyone who's currently isolating. Forget about uh, the FOMO that you're having. Forget about all these things. And a lot of people are talking about the fact that they won't be able to, have, uh, to consume alcohol. How about they, 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 they consume the positivity that's around them? Learn to appreciate what they have and stop complaining about what they don't have. Where can we get the book, Titi? The book is available across all bookstores. It's available online as well for those that don't have, um, obviously can't get to, to, to stores. Um, it's available on Amazon, or all, all the online platforms, basically. But like I'm saying, I'm going to um, do a, a whole drive um, first week of Jan to go to as many hospitals as possible and to donate um, a few of the copies. I'm probably going to donate about 5,000 copies of my book.
1: There's a question here coming through for you, and and listen, many of you can also send in those questions on WhatsApp as well as on the telephone. A telephone number is 011 714 2006. The WhatsApp number is 0614 104 107. Um, the question that's coming through for you is: Hi, I'm David. What did he do to recover? I think it's 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 directed to you. Spoke about the mental health, but I think there's a question there also around what did you drink, what did you consume.
0: I, 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 in the book, I've, I've put together a list of, of things that I took and I've put a disclaimer that I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing. I'm just telling you what I took and what worked for me. It might not necessarily work for you, so I did the usual, you know, getting your vitamin C, being outside, um, getting some sun between ten and eleven, taking my vitamins, um, and obviously taking whatever I needed to take based on the symptoms I was experiencing. It's all um entailed in the book. And the beauty about this book is that I actually document what transpired each and every day from the minute um I I, I started feeling sick all the way up to the day that I tested negative. It's a it's a nineteen day um journey that I take you through of what symptoms I experienced and what I did when I experienced those symptoms. So I think if they can just even go online, the information is there, I put it up. Even on my social platforms, it's there. The, the remedies that I took that worked for me um, are, all, are all there. But like I want to put a disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I do not have the, the, the expertise, but I'm just like, giving people what I took and what worked for me.
1: Mm. What were your, your biggest symptoms?
0: Whew. I experienced diarrhea. I experienced headaches, loss of taste. I think the one symptom that I experienced that no one, no one ever talks about is I experienced a, a running nose. Um, blood was coming out of my nose the whole day and I didn't know what to do. I, that, that, that that, freaked me out because amongst the fact that I couldn't breathe and all those other things, the bleeding uh, nose the, for me was, was the worst. Cause it, it's one symptom that no one actually has documented and I've never understood why they haven't um, done that. So. So uh, there's no symptom that I never experienced in my, in my 19 days of recovery. S-
1: since your negative results, Titi, uh, do you still have lingering symptoms? People talk about that a lot.
0: Uh, fortunately, no, I don't. So ever since I tested uh, negative, I haven't experienced any of the symptoms that I had when I was positive. I haven't had any, any issues uh, health-wise. Uh, I've continued with my regime of, of jogging, uh, playing golf, playing tennis. So I've kind of been lucky in, in that instance. I know of a lot of friends who have consulted with me to say, Amen, hey man, I've still got the, the old headache and not, I, I still have diarrhea spells, even though I'm, I'm, I'm tested negative. And obviously the best advice I can give them is to consult with their, with their, with their doctor to see what the issue is. But there are people that I've, I've had who've told me that there's certain elements in their bodies that have, have, have changed since. I guess I've been, I've been uh, the fortunate one in, in this instance.
1: Did you experience forgetfulness? Did I experience forgetfulness? Yes. You
0: did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And and I would struggle to remember what some of the things that I needed to do the day before. Yes. Um. And and I would and I would crack my skull trying to figure out what there's something that I'm forgetting. And I would remember three days later, but it would be too late then. Mm. So I did. I did. I did experience those spells uh, where I would even lose my keys. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, there was there was a day when I actually was looking for my car keys only to realize that they're in my hand. Mm. And uh, I felt so stupid. Mm. But I, 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 I wanted to blame it on, on old age.
1: <laughs> I like that. Listen, I think, there, I think there are two more questions that uh, people have for you. I'm okay. going to ask you to just take a quick break. No no and, problem. And no then problem. we'll also take those questions on 0117142006 or on WhatsApp on 614
0: Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation.
1: Tato Titi Mba is a real estate agent and author of a book called Tough Talk with TT, And uh, he's got a pocketbook out, um, really talking about his journey while he he was COVID and, uh, positive. Uh, it was a harrowing journey. Um, he is now negative And he says, you know, everything seems to be fine on on his health. Um, so he's, he seems to be okay. So Tato, we spoke a little bit about uh, the symptoms, lingering symptoms. Here's somebody who says, I still have lingering symptoms. I still don't eat properly, have no appetite most of the time and don't even feel hungry most of the time. your, your, Your sense of taste, Tato, is
0: it completely back? Yeah, 100%. Mm. 100%. I mean, I lost my sense of taste for about 3 solid days. Mm-hmm. And uh, as, as as part of my general recovery, it slowly came back and ever since I I haven't had any issues with my with my sense of taste. And funny enough, that's that's one symptom that's been prevalent with a lot of my friends that are currently positive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one thing that they keep telling me, that. Oh, what did you do when you didn't have a sense of, uh, of, of smell or taste? And the best advice I can give them is continue with whatever healthy diet you're on because you've got to eat. You've got to keep your body hydrated. You've got to keep your body, you know, nutrition and all of that. So whether you can taste or not, uh, you, you still have to eat. You know, your body needs the those, 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 essentials, and um, and with time, you should be able to get your sense of of smell and taste back.
1: When you speak about the mental health issues, is is there a bit of you that feels guilty that you've made it and others haven't? I, I,
0: I, I, I cannot question God's plan for my life, um, and so you know, we, he, he has a plan for all of us. Some people have have succumbed to this to this to this virus. Some have made it, so uh, it's it's not it's not for me to 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 judge or feel bad about it. I feel blessed mm-hmm. to still be alive. I, I always think of myself as as an instrument. Mm-hmm. I think there's a reason why I went through what I went through, and the reason there's a reason why I I went to the next level of even documenting my experience, even to to even a point of even creating a talk show where I bring people on to talk about this because I I wanted people to have this tough conversation around this and stop you know shoving it under the carpet and hoping that it will go away. It's clearly not going away, and we have to live around it and make sure that we, in the process of living around it, remain kind and we remain considerate. I think those are two important things that I always try and and tell people is, please just be kind because you don't know what the other people are going through. And number two, just be considerate of others. So when we're out there in the shops and in the queues, let's be patient because we all want to get in there and get out. We know that it's a risk to be out, but whilst we're out there, Let's just be considerate to each other. Mm.
1: Uh, you know, uh, for those who don't know, w- will you, and I think this is important because with naysayers, um, they don't want to confront the how people get it. Will you tell us yeah. how how you believe you got it?
0: I think, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm speculating here. Yeah. I think I got it um, in one of my clients' appointments when we were doing viewings mm-hmm. of houses. Mm-hmm. Even though I was fully masked, they were fully masked. I keep my social distance, but because um, I was trying to get as many viewings out as possible before. One can, you know, we're trying to make means and and, and and feed our families. But I think in the process of me doing my views with some of the clients, I could have contracted it uh, there. I could have also contracted it whilst being out in the shops, even though I was masked. So I actually cannot pinpoint exactly where I got it. But what I do know is that when I started coughing, that's the first time that I realized that I probably have it. But I wasn't sure, and that's when I went to go test. So, so it's just it's just about being aware. Um, of your surroundings and choosing the spaces that you expose yourself to, and it just saddens me that even when the president was speaking the other day, there were people who were parting away. And yes. for me, it was like the the inconsideration is just it's just beyond. And 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 in my opinion, we should have actually gone back to level five because maybe we'll take this thing quite seriously when it affects our pockets.
1: No, I mean, did you see those images of a party going on at the very moment that the president
0: that's was what, speaking? That's, that's exactly what I'm referring to. Yeah. It, it just, it just, and, and that's why I keep saying to people, just be kind and be considerate. Being considerate means be aware of the, of the, of the fact that you being out there could actually uh, harm someone else's life. You don't have to be responsible for, for, for spreading this thing to someone else, especially if you don't know your status. Because some people believe that, nah, as long as I don't cough, as long as I don't have headaches, I'm fine. But they then forget that there are people who are asymptomatic. Mm. So for me, it's, it's, it's just the, 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 the ignorance that, that, that is around and the lack of respect for life. It, it, it boils down to that. At the end of the day, uh, you,
1: you know, one of the important things that you brought up now is that it's you possibly got it while you were working. How yeah. how then do you you know reconcile that and the fact that you have to work and and that your work means you meet with people? What what do you do now?
0: Look, I, I, unfortunately, uh, life has to go on. Um, so I'm I'm more careful now with my clients. And so what I do is now I've changed the way I operate with viewings. Mm-hmm. So instead of me showing them around the house, so what I'll do is I'll say to them. Please make sure, obviously, that they're masked. Number one, I give them gloves to wear, and they're not allowed to touch anything in the in the property. And the other thing that we do is that we get the, the sellers to uh, vacate the premises for the period that we are viewing. I don't go, I don't walk around to the clients. I will guide them and say that's that's a lounge. You go in, you come out. That's the kitchen. You go in, you come out. You don't touch anything. You don't open anything. We don't want anyone to blame us now that we've left to say you touched certain surfaces and as a result of that. So there's 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 ways there's ways of doing it safely, um, but it's just it's just a new way of doing things. It, it's it's very uncomfortable for the for the for the clients obviously because they want you to explain certain things, but unfortunately it is what it is. Um, um, livelihoods are, are, are at stake and people's lives are at stake as well. So it's 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 a balance actually that we need to strike always.
1: Have you lost loved ones from COVID? Have I ever? Have you lost loved ones from COVID?
0: Yes, yes, I've lost, I've lost lots of loved ones. I've lost uncles. I've lost some aunts. Unfortunately, I've lost very close friends. Um, just last week, we were burying a, a good friend of mine who succumbed to it um, after being hospitalized for five days, and he just um, gave up. And for me, it's 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 come close. I've got a lot of close friends who are currently um, are positive as, as we speak, and I'm and I'm helping them with that journey of recovery because uh, whether it's unfortunate or fortunate for me. Uh, a lot of people are now asking me for advice. I get a lot of DMs on, on social media. But what's helping me is the book. You know, I get a lot of reviews, people saying, on page, what what you spoke about this, and I actually followed what you did, and it, it's working. Thank you so much. So I'm, I'm actually glad that I wrote that book because a lot of people on social media were actually trashing me for that. They're like, well, you're trying to make money from this. Uh, uh, you're an opportunist. And, and my response is that, you know what? This is my journey. This is my story, and I'm narrating it, and I'm owning my narrative.
1: Well, thank you so much for opening up and thank you so much for talking to us one more time. We we really hope that you're safe and uh, all the best to you and your family as well.
0: Thank you so much, Pamela. And this is a great platform. And what you guys are doing is absolutely commendable. And I, and I just wish that you guys can grow in leaps and bounds and continue to create a platform for us to speak and share our stories with other people. You never know. Just one person who's listening to the show might just be saved.
1: Absolutely. Tato Timba, real estate agent and author of the book called Tough Talk with TT. He says it is available. I would say go to his social media platforms and uh, you can then send him a message there to try and get uh, a copy if you are
0: struggling to get one.